0: Hi, I'm Mike, and you are listening to Real Things That Really Matter. Our heart in this show is to open up the floor to conversation about topics in the Bible and Christianity that may be hard to understand, and to see them from different perspectives. I know that we don't always agree on some things, but we feel that we should be able to ask questions and listen to each other as we walk through this life following Jesus. So, sit back, grab a coffee, and enjoy as we venture into another conversation on real things that really matter. Hi, Mike. Hi, Matt. How's it going, buddy? It's going great. How was uh, things in your world? It cooled down today, so I feel great. Yeah, it did. Got some <laughs> rain last night, I think. A little bit. A little, little bit. bit. Yeah. Cloud cover. Nice.
1: Hey, listen, we were talking about <clears throat> Holy Spirit baptisms. Yes. Yes. And the process that that's... And what that My means. Experience, your yeah. experience. Hold, hold on a second. <clears throat> and excuse me. <clears throat> excuse me. And so... Then you brought it up to me off air. Hey, what if we did this for you or this right. this process? We try to make this process happen for you.
0: Yeah, so as we were talking and you had said, you know, this, this was very evident that it's been questions after it was brought up and, and you were curious. And so it was on my heart to say, why don't we actually do this? Because on, on, you know, listener on this show, we, yeah, we want to ask questions. We want to explore what the Bible says. We want to deepen our understanding, but it's also about applying it in our lives. And so it was on my heart to say, Matt, why don't we do this and, and sit down and give some space to pray for the baptism of the Holy
1: spirit. Yeah. And Mike was the facilitator of this and he's a very good friend. And he, he made a a, a safe a space and it was very comfortable and I and I came in and we we did it and it worked. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was
0: very powerful and very. Uh, I was I was blessed to be able to do that and so that's what we did last uh, last week. We came in and so Matt, do you want to kind of walk through the experience of? Of your coming into it and kind of the whole process of um, just asking and being baptized in the spirit. It was about, I'd say we took about an hour is is really all it was?
1: right. Well, and I and I came in not really knowing what to expect and I was like had some doubts that it would actually work. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the main hangups I had was, who am I? To have the Holy Spirit come upon me and baptize me.
0: Yeah, the doubt. I don't,
1: you know, I I don't have a very good self-image sometimes. And so I was like, and you know, all the people that I hang out with that this has happened to, I, you know, I look up to. And I was like, I just don't feel like I'm in their class and so forth.
0: And so it was just, I had a lot of negative self-talk about the whole thing. So you kind of had almost... Almost an elitist view of the baptism, not even really knowing or being taught that, like, well, right. these people are on a whole different level than me. Yeah, that for are sure. Baptized. It's like,
1: I could never have what they have because they're just, you know, there's so much above me spiritually mm-hmm. wise. And so I was like, this isn't really for me and I don't think I'm worthy to get this. Mm-hmm. And that's almost can be like a self fulfilling prophecy also if you if you look at you go into it thinking that way and so that's what I did but I was like but I was open to what happened and I wanted it to happen yeah so then we we get in the room and everything and Mike has lights low and some nice some (laughs) nice soft music on and everything and it was very and we just kind of chilled and you know we talked about it and then I got on the floor and
0: and, I, we, and we started praying, and, you so know, it's... So, yeah, so I want to... I know that there wasn't a formula to this.
1: No, and I'm not saying that that is, but that's just what you we just did. You just got comfortable. Yeah, yeah. that's where I, I do my devotions, and that's where I get comfortable, you know, just about that every day. That was your
0: normal, normal prayer time. Yeah, yeah.
1: that's kind of... I took kind of the posture of my meditation and prayer time, what I normally do, and so then...
0: And then you, you know, knelt
1: down and you, you prayed over me and I was praying also.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. And that was my, you know, we, we read in the Bible in acts, uh, well, specifically acts, whenever the disciples prayed for somebody else, they would lay hands on each other and they would pray and and say, and, and ask for the baptism and say, be baptized in the spirit, uh, you know, there's a few instances we talked about, like Cornelius, where he just had to happen. But so that was my—I was—I'm going to pray for you. It's—I've been given this, and I want to pass it on and be a vessel,
1: right? And so I really wanted it to happen, but I was asking for the main thing I was doing when I was when I was kneeling down was like asking for forgiveness and asking for purity and asking for cleansing of my my heart and my soul to be able to receive this. And it wasn't working. Well, at least, I mean, <laughs> me getting baptized with the Holy Spirit. I mean, it wasn't. So, and so then we, we paused for a while and I explained to Mike, I, you know, I'm trying to get my heart right. I'm trying to, like, you know, cleanse the slate so I can receive this. And then he said, something that was pretty much a game changer. You said, you know, he's like, it's like, why don't you accept that you already are clean or something to that effect? Or why don't you accept that? That's already happened. <clears throat> and you are a clean vessel.
0: Yeah.
1: And look at it that way.
0: Through the blood of Christ. Yeah. You, and you I you was redeeming. like, oh yeah, yeah,
1: okay. And so then I was like and when I accepted that mentally in my head, in my heart, then it was I was able that was able to facilitate this process.
0: Yeah. And so I know that you and I both weren't saying God. Let him speak in tongues. That wasn't what our prayer was. No, not necessarily. I wasn't... And I didn't necessarily say that would be the litmus test for it either. Right. You were actually almost, in my opinion, like, yeah, if this happens, it'll be a miracle. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: that... Yeah, I was... (laughs) I wouldn't say I was skeptical, but, you know, I was...
0: The tongues part was definitely not what we saw.
1: Yeah. I wasn't just waiting for the tongues thing to happen, even though I knew that could be a possibility.
0: Right. So it was, it was praying for the Holy spirit, just as Jesus says, you know, ask, knock and ask and seek for the Holy spirit. And he is the giver of the gifts and he is the one who baptizes and he is the one. And so essentially that was, uh, the way I saw it is what we were asking for.
1: Right. And it worked. And I, and I, and I, it started as as a slow process, but I did start to speak in tongues, and this was you know deep into it, you know, like the last probably fifteen minutes or something of the of the yeah, process. Yeah, I think so. we'd been. I keep calling it the process. I don't know what else. I don't know. The what experience, to the experience, <laughs> maybe better. Yeah. So yeah, it was amazing, and I you know I felt you know light and like I was floating, and it was you know almost I wouldn't say it was an out of body experience, but it was very different than your normal day to day life. It was,
0: you know, it was very cool. Yeah. It was, it was cool for me as well, just to be able to be a part of that um, really personal, really just intimate experience with you and God and me and to be a part of, of witnessing that and feeling that in my own, like, you know, the presence of God was all over that little room it was just yeah. our little, our yeah. little comfort corner, our little area that people get to go sit for a quiet space with them and their kids, and we got to use it for something even, even deeper than that.
1: Yeah, it was pretty awesome, and I, you know I totally recommend you getting into an environment where this you can facilitate this yourself. Uh, but I, I don't really know else to say, and it's, and then I've been speaking in tongues in my daily devotions, and and during the day, and sometimes
0: just doing random things, and just kind of happens now. Like it, you just get the feeling, yeah, and yeah, it just well, or the the desire to begin to pray that way is that,
1: yeah, well, and I and you know, uh, pastor uh, a pastor of ours told us told me to. To, to speak in it whenever i can and it'll and
0: it'll grow it's Practice, like a muscle yeah, it's like it. a muscle and you get stronger as you it's use it it's like practicing it. another language right and i've noticed <laughs> that in my own in my own life over the years as i continue to speak in this language god has given me to let it flow out it does develop and seem to almost um i don't know, become more intricate there's things that start to come out and i go wow well, i don't that one's new what is that and oh that it sounds different you mean or it's like it just becomes more and more almost like you're speaking like if you would hear somebody speaking spanish or french or right or hebrew or whatever it's it sounds like their sentences coming out and i go oh what is that and and it's just yeah it just grows and grows in in depth and in uh i don't know it's so hard to explain
1: it is hard to explain and i don't necessarily know that it Requires explanation, or you can explain it.
0: Right. Uh The more logic we try to put to it, the more <laughs> right. of a box we Some create around it. Some just can't
1: be explained fully <laughs> in human terms. So, anyway, so, it was pretty awesome, and just thank you so much for for helping facilitate I'm, that. And it was.
0: I'm glad I could. It was a know, blessing, and I'm glad I could be a. If obedient. it can,
1: I guess the bottom line is, I guess I feel if it can happen to me, it can happen to, for anyone.
0: Hallelujah! Preach, brother. So. You God know, is you, ready to pour out his spirit. No matter how flesh. broken
1: or unworthy you think you are, that is pretty much a lie. And you can, if you, if you believe that you're, you can receive it, then, then I fully, you should fully expect to receive it. Yeah. And, that, that and now, am back. I saying speaking in tongues? Not necessarily. Cause it, it could happen that way. But once again, I don't necessarily think that's the litmus test.
0: Yeah, I th- I think that I've kind of explained it. That's the irrefutable fact that it's happened for me. Like, I can't dispute it. Nobody else can dispute it. Well, they, they try and they can. They, there's a lot of people that don't believe speaking in tongues is actually a good thing. Um, yeah, and
1: maybe we should dive into that, why they— why they feel that way because number 1 no one can understand a lot of people can't understand it and if you don't understand something you run from it and, a lot of times yes and so then they think it can be misinterpreted or it can be used for you know something that is an unholy thing instead of a holy thing
0: it can also become just like you kind of created on your own this elitist view of i have it and you don't ha ha God right. loves me more than He loves yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And so it's, that's a, pride, it's a pride thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely wrong. But I don't. I want to ask the question: How has this affected your view, your walk, over this last week? I know it's. I mean, it's only been a week since we've done this, right? Um, but has it changed? Has it changed the way you see? yourself? Has it changed the way you think at all? Has it changed your relationship and your walk and your view of following Jesus? Like kind of give me an insight there if you're good with that.
1: Well, I don't necessarily know that it's changed my, my walk with Jesus. I mean, I'm, I'm still a child of God and I still know that he I'm part of his family. Right. But it reinforces that what I have is real Dude. Um, and that, uh, and that there's, then my relationship can grow in ways I, I couldn't, I couldn't fathom before. Um, and it's another tool that I can use to communicate with God and ask for God for things and, uh, and just and communicate with God in a way that I don't even understand, but he does. Yeah. And I appreciate that. I mean, it's it's like I can speak in a language that I don't know what I'm saying but he does and that's
0: what counts. And it's and it's powered with his his holy spirit to say the right. things and to pray the things that that are beyond my understanding just like the Bible says his thoughts are are higher than my thoughts his ways are higher than my ways and Right. There's a lot of times I I you know he says hey pray for this person or pray for this thing or or you know whatever but there's a lot of times I don't know the whole picture. But I'm part of his army.
1: Right. And it's not, and that's the beauty of it. It's like, it's not up to us to know everything. Yeah. He knows everything and he'll take care of it. He knows what needs to happen. He just says, hey, come with me. Right. And he wants us to trust him and he wants us to believe and he wants to give us good things out of that belief. Yeah. So it it was a very, very cool thing. I mean, I, I, I can't really put it any other way, except that it was, you know, a tremendous experience and (laughs) I highly recommend it.
0: (laughs) So, you know, there's some that may be listening that have been a part of a more charismatic movement as at back, uh, early nineties, late nineties, early 2000. And there was always a lot of hype Attached to asking for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, at least in my life. And I know many, uh, many people that were in the same circle that I was because there was there was hundreds and thousands of kids, not hundreds of thousands, but thousands that would go to these camps, go to uh, these conferences, go to these places that had a lot of hype. And that's where it seemed like you could only ask for it. And so, you know, you touched on it. We went just the two of us and God yeah, into a, a, a quiet room and close the door and the lights were dim and the music was just a, a nice soaking ambient music. There wasn't even words to it. Right. It was very, I definitely didn't want to push any hype. Right.
1: And that's another thing that gave me pause because all the other experiences that, I or the other uh, testimonies that I heard about this, there was a lot of people around, a lot of people involved with the people that had happened to. Yeah. You. And I was like, well, this is like, you know, just you and me. Is this going <laughs> to, is this lessen our chances of success? And no, it didn't. Yeah. So, and,
0: and that was my heart was, I don't want hype around it because right. while it is a powerful, definite spiritual, emotional experience, it's... God creating it, not me. I get to be a part of it and asking with you. You know, it says where two or three are gathered in the name of Jesus, He is there. And we were two. And so, yeah. you know, that was enough. And I, I really wanted to stress that because I know a lot of people have experienced the hype and they've been damaged by it or um, think that that's the only way it can happen. And God moves. He, he is a peaceful God. He is a God without chaos. He is a God who, um, who wants an intimate relationship with each of us. Right. And
1: for me, it was better that we did it, you know, just, just us. And it wasn't, It wasn't in a room with a, a bunch of, bunch of other people. I just think like it was for me, this, this was the way to do it, um, you know, and I can see as a kid maybe in youth group when there's a bunch of kids and there's all screaming and wailing going around. On <laughs> and, uh, it's just like it could be, you know, such chaos. And I'm not sure that – how it would it even work? It's hard for me to picture that. But I'm not doubting that it happened for some kids. But I can also see where kids would join in and perhaps try to manufacture the experience just to be part of the group. Right. And, and, I, and I think there's a danger to that. Um, so – I mean, it's, it's something you should take seriously and it's something that you have to have your heart right and know that if you're a child of God and you're a part of his family. It's something he wants to do for you,
0: regardless of how you may feel about yourself. Right. In Romans, you know, it says God, and I'm going to paraphrase this cause I don't have it pulled up in front of me, but Romans says, God gave his only son to die the sinner's death in my place how much more so is he willing to hand out all the gifts, all the blessing, all the boldness, all the power of his spirit if he didn't withhold his son, why would he withhold that? Yeah, and and he wouldn't. And so that's that's something I've really taken to heart is he wants to give us this. He he doesn't want to do it to lift, you know, us above him. But he wants us to have these gifts, this empowerment, this boldness, the ability to do what he's asked us to do. He's not saying go figure it out. He's saying I will figure it out. You just need to follow me.
1: Yeah, and I think it's just knowing that you are you are already his his child and you are you are purified by his son's blood. Yeah. And that you are worthy to receive this is the proper mindset, and you get in a comfortable place, and you pray. And it, once again, this isn't some sort of formula where you're going to speak in tongues, <laughs> or Does, yeah, that, may, yeah. It, that is that is a nice that is a nice you know a nice blessing in itself. But you can still be Holy Spirit baptized without speaking in tongues.
0: Yes, and God is the baptizer; Jesus is the baptizer. Not me, not, you know, the famous TV preacher, not the huge evangelist. None of us are the baptizers. Jesus is the baptizer in the Holy Spirit.
1: Yeah, and it's it's kind of funny because it's such a cool experience that it's surprising more churches don't actually talk about it, Um because yeah, most of the ones I grew uh, was around growing up, they never talked about it. Right. Never talked about
0: the Holy Spirit. Well, and these are like Baptist-based uh, churches that I went to. Right. Well, and then there's also the the over-emphasizing the the gifts as opposed to emphasizing the Giver. Yes. And so it, there's a balance there, and I think that's. For me, the experience of being able to do that with you was beautiful for myself because it was something totally different than I grew up with. Um, I always had the hype. I always had the big conference. I always had the big you know, worship experience that was tied to the baptism of the Spirit for myself and for many others that I, that I was with. And I'm not disputing that it happened. I know that it's real in my life. It's real in those that it was given to and done to then. Um, but it affirmed in myself the things that I'd, always, I'd been really being convicted of, that it doesn't take creating this huge emotional experience for God to do what he wants to do. It's just being willing, like you said, to open myself up and say, I want this. Yes, that, that is the key for and sure. I, I felt, and it and and it wasn't even me being baptized for the first time. It was um, me being able to be a part of it. It was almost healing for myself. Oh, cool! Because I was like, wow, that was that was one of the most beautiful things I think I've ever been a part of. Oh man, you could have made me cry. <laughs> it was it was amazing, and, oh. and it was it's something that I will hold on to myself for the rest of my life and go, I remember when God showed up in this little room at the Rock Church with me and my buddy, Matt. Thanks, Mike. So.
1: It was very cool, and I am I'm so glad that we got to do it. And I encourage each of you out there to go and explore it, if you're interested in that type of thing, uh, which you should be. Yeah. But I just, seek and you shall find. Knocking the door shall be opened. So.
0: Yes. And know that you're worthy to receive it yep and those who seek will find and so it is a promise uh, I I didn't tell you this but if it hadn't happened that day I wouldn't have been done asking Might have been like let's do it again
1: right and yeah. let's do it again it's and not I, a failure I, I, I figured
0: that I was like this might, this might take more than once yeah it's yeah. not a failure if you don't think it happened uh, or it doesn't happen the first time that's absolutely not a failure and it's not a shortcoming it's maybe there's a, a need to seek harder you know there's so many parables that Jesus tells about seeking the kingdom of God and continuing to seek and to knock and to uh, understand. and so it may take more than once. It may my experience alone I remember telling you know it was it was five nights in a row of two hours just, crying out and on the floor and... And, and this and, was
1: at camp? And this was at camp. Uh-huh.
0: And it did happen. Okay. Um, but it wasn't instantaneous even with the hype and the emotion.
1: See, that would seem like there'd be a lot of pressure, you know, with all those other people around and stuff and, like and that. And
0: I felt, you know, like, there was, again, there was a lot of things attached to it where I was like, I need this to be, uh, Part of the group okay, or whatever? Yeah. 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 To be... To be Prove I'm saved or whatever, but um, it it was a it was a consistent seeking that I that I did myself, and I know that wasn't that's not wrong. God says keep asking, and even after the baptism, keep asking. He'll continue to fill and and grow and teach and guide through this whole experience, and I know that personally, and I know that in what I've seen. Um, it's, it's an amazing experience and it's meant to catapult us into that, that walk that he has planned for us with boldness, with power, with confidence.
1: Absolutely. So that's my story. And that is, you know, an amazing thing that happened last week. And I'm glad I got to share it with you guys.
0: and. Well, thank you, Matt, for sharing and being open with me and with the listeners and processing through that.
1: Well, thank you for you know being there to help facilitate this because it was amazing, and I
0: really love you, and I appreciate you, love man. Love you too, Matt. It was my pleasure, and I, like I said, I'll hold on to that memory forever.
1: That's awesome. Okay. Well, reach out to us if you have any questions, and uh, we love you guys.
0: God yeah, bless you. Love you. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us today. We hope that you have been challenged to study God's Word, to find out what it says, and to build on what you believe. Our heart is to help create a desire in you to draw closer to Jesus. If you would like to contact us with questions or comments, email us at MikeMattRealThings at gmail.com, on Facebook, Real Things That Really Matter, and on Twitter, at MMRealThings. We would love to hear from you. Follow us on your favorite podcast platform to stay in the know of what we are doing. Again, thanks for joining us today. May God bless you and keep you. See you next time.